You can learn almost any aspect of your podcast production process in a day or so. Design principles take a lot longer, but most of us still think we can knock something together in Canva in an hour. Your artwork is the first thing new listeners see, and if they like what they hear, it'll take up permanent residence on their phones. Getting standout artwork for your show might not be as expensive or fraught a process as you think, and it honestly can mean the difference between someone hitting play and scrolling straight past you. Welcome to The Helpful Podcaster. I'm Mark Stedman, and I'm here to help you, the seasoned, soulful entrepreneur, build trust and create long-lasting, rewarding relationships with your podcast listeners. As busy solopreneurs, we're often having to work outside our core competencies, right? One day we're a writer, the next we're a PA, then a bookkeeper, then a filmographer. Even putting together a podcast relies on a bunch of skills, most of which probably aren't the ones you actually get paid to deploy. There's an upside to the plethora of tools that make pretty much anything doable from our own home office chairs. But design is one of those tricky things I think most people think they can do, but rarely actually can. We think, well, I can see shapes, I can see colours, I can read, I can put all those things together. But when your podcast artwork is both the first thing a new listener will see and the thing every existing listener will see every time they hit play on your latest episode, is it really worth rolling the dice? In this episode, I'm going to try and make the case for why you should hand off designing your artwork to someone else. If you have the time, I think you can do pretty much everything else that your podcast needs of you. So it's just a matter of how much money you can spend and how much time you need to get back. But your artwork is so important and I want to help you get it right as I see lots of and lots of mediocre cover art, and so many unforced errors, and I don't want you to fall into the same traps I see others stumble into. So let's take a look through some of the biggest do's and don'ts of podcast artwork. So if you're uh, briefing a designer who isn't a podcast specialist, you know what to ask them for and what to avoid. Let's start with the specs. Your podcast artwork needs to be a square image between 1400 pixels and 3000 pixels on each side. It has to be completely square, so both the width and the height have to be exactly equal. I'm belaboring the point here because it's surprising how many people think square-ish is enough. If the artwork isn't exactly square, podcast apps like Apple's won't let your podcast through. So make sure your image is an exact square. There are some other technical considerations too. The image needs to be 72 dpi dots per inch, which is the traditional resolution for digital images. The image needs to use a colour scheme meant for digital displays rather than for print. The colour format you want is called RGB. The file you upload should be a JPEG or a PNG image. If you're incorporating a photo into your art, then a JPEG is best. If you're using a few bold colours, a PNG will do better. Before you upload it, run the image through a compressor. There's a great one called Squoosh, which you'll find in the episode description. This is an important step, because if the image is over 500 kilobytes, it can cause unexpected issues with your podcast feed. So those are your specs that you need to pass to a designer. Now, let's have a look at the elements of great podcast artwork. 
Firstly, podcast artwork is different from your podcast logo. Cover art is exactly what you'd expect to see on an album cover, whereas a logo is a part of a larger brand identity. If you don't have or want a distinct podcast logo, that's totally cool. You don't have to have one, but they're two different things. A logo usually sits on its own with a transparent background and can go anywhere on your website. Your cover image, on the other hand, stands alone and should tell us what we can expect to hear in an episode. If you look at the artwork for this show, you'll see it incorporates a logo, some simple typography and a candid shot that my photographer took while we were on a shoot. I can use the logo for the website's favicon and I use the same typography on the site as I do in my artwork. I've designed a few logos myself, but I'm no illustrator, so they all come out looking the same, basically a pictogram in a single shade of colour. So I went through a few rounds of designs with a professional, uh, tried a bunch of different permutations and ended on these three simple shapes, which hint at the letters H and P for helpful podcaster. Now, the next bit uh, might be difficult to hear, okay? I've hinted at it in the title, so here goes. Unless you're a designer or you have a design background, I recommend against designing your own artwork. I worked for the digital arm of an old-school marketing firm before moving to a design-focused digital agency, so while I was then a techie, I learned a few fundamentals that most non-designers struggle with. The most important one is we can tend to pile too much onto the virtual plate. Your artwork needs two things, a splash of colour and some big, easy-to-read text that tells us what the show is called. That's it. We don't need your name, we don't need your company logo, we don't need a subtitle. Here's why. There's there's an argument going around about whether you should include your face in podcast artwork. One rule of thumb says that unless you're famous, you should include something else because a new listener isn't going to use your face as a reason to click play, where they might do for a celebrity. I think that's true if you have a generic shot of you smiling or looking quizzical. You know the format, right? You've seen it in a million different thought leader podcasts. Podcast title on the left, person's face looking straight ahead and smiling to the right of the picture. What does that communicate? To me, it says you should know who I am because my face is enough. Now, consider a photo of you laughing, like really belly laughing or embarrassed or scared. I think there's space for a photo if you're communicating an emotion in that photo. I like to think the photo of me and my artwork communicates joy and warmth. I want the potential listener to go, oh, look at this dude, rather than, who is this dude? If you don't want to use a photo of yourself, choose something that's going to clearly communicate what the podcast is about. Hone in on what makes your show unique and what your ideal listener is going to resonate with. Do not, under any circumstances, include a picture of a microphone or headphones. Remember, everything in Apple Podcasts is already a podcast, so you don't need to signify that in your artwork. The same goes for the word podcast. Steer clear of any imagery that's to do with podcasting or audio as it's wasted space you could be using to communicate value. You don't even have to use an image. Like I said, a splash of colour could be all you need. I work on a show called Dress Fancy. The artwork is just the words Dress Fancy in massive lettering behind a sort of mosaic of colour. 
This meets one of my topmost criteria for artwork in that it is legible at a small size. If you shrink down the dress fancy artwork to around 100 by 100 pixels, you can still read what it says. That's why there's no point having a subtitle or your name in there, as it just becomes illegible when you see the image shrunk down, uh, as new listeners will do when they're scrolling through a list of shows. Plus, your name will be visible right alongside your podcast name in most apps, so you don't need it in your artwork too. If you do end up adding some text other than your podcast's name, make sure to stick to no more than two fonts. Ideally, one typeface, but with a couple of different thicknesses. Too many fonts, and you lose visual consistency, and it starts to look haphazard. Which brings us back to the point I made about simplicity. Any more than three elements, and your artwork is probably going to be too busy. I made a point earlier about your company logo, so let's talk briefly about that. In order for your podcast to grow, it needs to be seen first, and then listened to, by people who haven't yet encountered you or your brand. So while it might feel reassuring to existing listeners or in keeping with your brand guidelines, it's not communicating anything to a new listener and therefore it doesn't need to be there. Adding your logo just gives you more challenges. You've got to find the right place for it, make sure it contrasts well with the other images you've got and is clear, especially at a smaller size. Otherwise, what's the point in it being there? If you've spent money on your logo, I totally get it. You want to show it off. It's important to you because it's an expression of your brand and your brand values. Completely right. But once your listener forms a relationship with you and starts working with you, they'll see that logo. To reiterate here, I'm talking about your company logo rather than a logo or an icon you might have that represents just your podcast alone. For example, my company is called Origin. I don't have an Origin logo on my podcast cover art because it's not a household name that is going to resonate or reassure a new listener. I'm absolutely not advocating you don't include your brand's voice in your artwork, not at all. I could happily have got rid of the HP logo in my artwork and when people landed on my site, they'd know that they were in the right place because they'd see the yellow text in the same font, they'd see the same photo of me and they'd see warmth communicated through the page. So let your overall brand be communicated in the way you use type, colour, images and space. That combination will be way more effective than popping a 64 pixel representation of your company logo up in the top left corner. I don't hate your company logo, by the way. I love your logo. We just don't need to lead with it. That's all. So why does all of this matter? And why am I saying you should get someone else to do this for you? Well, we'll get there in a tick. But first, trumpets! So, as I've said before, your listener's first encounter with your podcast is almost certainly going to be through your artwork. We want your artwork to communicate the same things you do. But as I've said, so often we end up overcomplicating and overcrowding our artwork, which communicates to the listener that working with you might not be quite so easy. Plus, there are subtle things like choice of colour, spacing, sizing and positioning that people like me can notice when they're off but can't necessarily give you the right name for and which you might find difficult to notice after you've been staring at the same square image for hours. That's why I think you should get help with your artwork. You need an outside eye that can think differently. I certainly needed it to break out of my monocolour pictogram design style. 
Whenever I've used a designer, I've always gone in with an idea or at least a ballpark to play in, but have always come out with something I didn't expect and love. Unless you're a designer or an illustrator or you have that sort of background, it's unlikely you have the visual training to communicate what spending time with you is going to be like within a constrained space. I've been at this for years and I'm sure mine is far from perfect, but it's a lot better than previous attempts and it's the only artwork I've ever had multiple unsolicited compliments for. So I guess I'm saying I may not know podcast art, but I know what I like and your listener does too. Even if they can't express it or know the language, there are things which so often just don't quite work and it can be hard to put your finger on. Don't give your next potential listener that itch in the back of their brain. Find a designer. And look, I say find a designer. You can just head to Fiverr or 99designs and get something really good for a surprisingly reasonable price. By which I mean anything from 50 to £160. And it doesn't have to take all that long either. If you already work with a designer, I'd still consider going with someone with podcast artwork experience as creating a logo and a brand identity is a different specialism. And if you're just starting out or all of this feels overwhelming, don't don't worry about it too much. Go for something cheap or start from a Canva template. You can always come back to it and improve it later once you've got some more episodes under your belt. All right, so the key things to remember here are keep your artwork square between 1,400 and 3,000 pixels in dimension. Export a JPEG and pipe it through an app like Squoosh to keep the file size down. Make it simple and easily readable at a small scale. Don't include more than three elements. Get rid of the company logo, the subtitle, and the word podcast. If you want to use a photo of yourself, use one that communicates an emotion. Don't use images of microphones, headphones, or the RSS icon. If you've got scope to do it, hire a specialist podcast artwork designer. They don't have to cost the earth. So if you want to chat any of this through or get a sense check on your own artwork, join me and other helpful podcasters like you in our community space. You'll find it at thehelpfulpodcaster.com slash join. Thanks for listening. And let's do this together.